It's the Pop My Culture Podcast with your hosts, Cole Stratton and Vanessa Ragland. Hey everybody, welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. And I'm Vanessa Ragland. Well, hello, Vanessa Ragland. And hello to all of you. You're Thanks welcome. for coming to our show. We have probably the loveliest guest. Whoa, what an eyeful of pretty. <laughs> she is beautiful. And she's also smart and, and her voice and her accent. Yeah. And she's I English and funny and uh, total package. She is the whole package. She really is. So that'll happen in a minute. Yep. Until then, you have these partial packages. Yep. Uh, <laughs> partial packages. Uh, we've got a sponsor this episode. Woo! Yeah, Audible. Yay! Audible is awesome. And yep. for those of you who don't know, they've got so many books, and you can listen to books now. It makes reading all the more easy because you don't have to read. Yeah, they have over 100,000 titles to choose from. That's right. That's a damn lot of books. That's a lot of books. That's like Burgess Meredith and the Twilight Zone time enough for, for me. I knew you were going to do that reference. Of course. Just kidding. Uh, um, I personally just revisited one of my favorite books, which is Ellen Foster by Kay Gibbons, and that's on there, and it's so good. And maybe I'm hormonal, but I was weeping. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if that's a good recommendation or not. It's a short It's a short read or listen, however you want to uh, talk about you your experience. It. But it's so good, and I, I recommend that to anybody. Yeah, what's cool about Audible is I mean, they have every genre of book at Audible. In fact, they have over a thousand science and technology books, I think eleven hundred science fiction and fantasy titles, and they keep adding stuff all the so time. So, no matter if you're a dork or a nerd or just a bookworm, there's something for your taste. Yeah, and you can <laughs> listen to them on your computer. Uh, you can at the gym, the I've been listening to books at the gym, and it's killing two birds with one stone. That's right. And to make it even sweeter, what? You get a How? Free audiobook. No. Download when you sign up for a free trial today. Okay. Uh, just just go to audiblepodcast.com slash pop my. That's audiblepodcast.com slash pop my. And you get a free download of your choice. Do uh, it. Pretty phenomenal, you guys. And you can sound so much smarter at your wine and cheese party tonight. Yep. Go get a free book, okay? Do it, Kev. Get Thank your book learning you, on. Audible. Thank you. Uh, a couple other things. Yeah. Uh, we are pretty much listener-supported. We do have a stray sponsor here and there. But uh, if you like the show... We and, hope you do. Uh, you you want to throw a few bucks our way, we wouldn't mind that. Yeah, you go to our website, popmyculturepodcast.com, click the donate button, throw a few bones in the bone hole. <laughs> <laughs> bones in the bone hole? I don't hole. think I should ever say that again. Yeah, I don't think you should either. <laughs> uh, so yeah, anything uh, like that is appreciated. And uh, we'll give you a shout-out in a future episode. Yes, so please do. We yep. love it. And uh, also, if you like the show, go to iTunes, leave us a review. Yep, and it helps us get featured, yep. and it always makes our day, too. And another way to keep in touch with us, because I know you were just like, but I wish there was more, you can email us at info at popmyculturepodcast.com, yep. and we write back. We do write back. We read everything. We appreciate And we love to comments. hear from you. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of fun. And uh, this is episode 96. Creeping. We are creeping up on 100. It's Whoa. It's very surreal uh, that... It's we've been doing this that long. Yeah, we've got a couple of uh, hopefully big fish that we're going to hook. We're in for trying this. to hook a big fish, but if you guys know a big fish and you're like, hey, maybe he would do the or she would do the hundredth episode, let us know. Or he she would do. Or he she. Now that's a fish I'm interested in. Yep. Uh, so hopefully uh, we'll bring you guys a super fun guest for yeah. that. We've got a couple of things in the works. So and thank you for bearing us for so long. 96 episodes. That's a great time. And yep. we know a lot of you have been with us a long time, so we really appreciate it. You sure do. And uh, let's appreciate our guest today, Ooh, shall we? I'm doing that right now. Hey. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hands on the table. Our guest today, uh, you know her from a plethora of things. I like to a say plethora. the word a plethora. Uh, she's a longtime uh, host of America's Best Dance Crew on MTV, uh, GeForce Tech of the Show, The Feed, uh, 
World Poker Tour, and many other things. Well, Layla Kaylee and Maxim. Hey, girl. Oh, God. I, I liked the <laughs> intro until you brought up Maxim, and I just cringed. Hello, how are you? We're great. I have to say, and I've already said it to you personally, but this is the best dressed guest we have ever had sure. on a podcast. I, I come to impress. You look you know? delightful. Thank you, guys. You look very delightful as well. Oh, thanks. Not, I feel like we're going we to get a couple up our of game. emails from past guests being like, um, excuse me? <laughs> Paul F. Tompkins is going to be first. <laughs> I wore furious. a bow tie. That's right. Um, he did. Well, he didn't wear a leather dress. Right? That's true. You know, if he loves wearing a leather dress, it's sort then of a maybe lace leather thing it's a going lace on. leather dress I'm wearing Who are you, you wearing? Guys. Who are you wearing, Oh, my Lola? God, it's just BB. <laughs> <laughs> I like generic chain stores. <laughs> Cheap and cheerful. That's the way to go. Yes. Well, we're really glad to have you. I'm so excited. This is my very first podcast I've ever done. How's it going so, so far? So you're popping my oh, podcast, there we go. Terry. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going good so far. It's yeah. overwhelming. I've got two people popping my cherry, I not know, just one. That's, right. <laughs> that's the way it happens for some people. In some cultures, it's Really? I've mm-hmm. never heard of that. Yeah. I just watch a lot of documentaries. Okay. So. It might be porn that Which I'm watching. I'm about to say. <laughs> yeah, you're that would be a great excuse, though, if you get caught watching porn. Like, I'm watching a documentary. It's, I'm studying the mating patterns. You know, my husband watches a lot of porn, and I, I don't question it. You know, it doesn't bother me. Do you watch it together? Uh, no, it, I wouldn't mind, but he's very like, I don't know what kind time. of porn he's watching, but obviously he doesn't want me to watch with him. He's afraid of something. I don't know. Um, so, but I don't, I don't mind my man watching porn. It's almost like, I think it's a, it's a good bit stress of a relief. reliever for a man, and it gets out there. You guys as demons. Ejaculation. Yeah. Would, oh. would you agree? I like to call it demons. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Like, demons all over my chest. No, but you no. know, like, I don't know, they see a girl in the mall and, you know, instead of, like, taking it to the next step, they just take it to and the it's next step mental. in their mind. Yeah. And then it's over and they're over it and it's done. And they can wash Until the they dishes. Until they see the ne- next hot girl and then it starts And it's like, over. oh boy, <laughs> gotta go watch another documentary. Exactly. Yeah. You can get my demons exercised. <laughs> Uh, well, speaking of demons, terrible yeah. transition because it's nothing to do with it. I was excited. Uh, I was like, we're going to talk about demons? Walking Dead is returned for yes. its third season, and it broke crazy records. It had like 7.6 million viewers. It beat like the new broadcast shows. Uh, I was one of those viewers watching. How did you feel? You know what? I loved it. it for me, it started off a bit slow, um, and then toward the end, it really, really picked up. I'm such a fan. I'm such a geek when it comes to that show. I love it. I get scared to watch it by myself late at night. So, like, Ugh. if my man's out of town or something, I can't watch it alone, even <laughs> though I know zombies aren't real and they don't well, exist well. right now. Um, <laughs> they could. Um, I, I I love that show. Are you guys fans of that show? It's too scary. Yeah, I like, well, here's really? the thing. I don't really like... Or gory. I don't really like the zombie genre it makes right. me crazy i don't really like it. it's like my least favorite of like the horror genres me too. but i like the show a lot i need to give it a chance i'm it's just really afraid good. to give it's, it a chance i mean it's it's intense listen sometimes. i'm the last like when i saw when i didn't know about the show and i was familiar somewhat you know with the background of it um i was like i'm not watching this stupid crap like zombies and gore because i'm yeah. so not into that but it, it it's it's the it, the show is so powerful that you almost forget how ridiculous it is, and you believe the storylines, and you believe the relationships, and the survival. You know that they they they're basically having to survive, and so you 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 believe it. Like that's how good it is. I gotta I give it a like, try. Yeah, I you have, have to watch it. Dreams and stuff that I like see the ads, and I'm like, oh, I can't. I oh, can't it's do creepy, that. and they're, it's yeah. pretty gory at times yeah. too. I mean, it's very violent. It is, but it's also one of those things where like. 
the first season had a good amount of zombie action yeah. in it, and the second, first half of the second season didn't. It became like this talk fest where they're just kind of holed up on a farm and nothing's really going right. on. And that's, I think, when they had all the turnover at the show. They let Frank Darabont go, who initially developed it, and yes. then all of a sudden, the second half, it kicked back into zombie action gear. Right. And then the third season so far, the first episode is like, kills more walkers, as they call them. Yeah. Like, kind of the first two seasons combined. Whoa. It's yeah. Pretty, Whoa, making up for lost time. Yeah, they're, they're not messing around in season three so far, it seems like. So, premise of the show is zombie apocalypse? More or less. Yeah, it's right. like, and it's... <laughs> I feel like it's a, it's about survival in a way. Like it, it is a zombie apocalypse, but it's like there. I think there are other. I don't want to give a spoiler alert, but there mm-hmm. are other people that are going to be coming in. So it's not just them against the zombies. Now it's almost like their tribe against another tribe. Oh, you know? that's fun. Um, so it's. I don't know. I got sucked into it, and like I, t- it was my least favorite genre yeah. as well, and I. That and Homeland and Game of Thrones are like my three favorite shows, Ooh. and they're all so different. But I, I get Ladywood over them. Like I, <laughs> I, I look forward to like Sunday. I'm like, oh my god, tonight Homeland. Like, don't bother me. I turn my phone off. Like, I tell my husband, like, shh, 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 don't is speak he to in me. it with you? Yeah, but he likes to, you know, commentate and talk, and I don't want to hear any commentary. I just yeah. <laughs> I want to get in my zone and watch it. But you should give it a go. And I'm a big wimp as well, okay. and I. I get frightened very easily. Sunday I'm going to try it. Sunday nights become like the night for awesome TV. Yeah. You, like that's when Homeland is. That's when uh, Game of Thrones was. That's when Boardwalk Empire is, which I like a lot too. I've been, oh, yeah. I've been told I have to check that out. I haven't checked that out yet. I think with your that's other really shows, good. you would like that a lot. It kind yeah. of fits in the like darker, great performance okay. genre. Violent boobs. You know. What else what, do you what want? What do we expect from cable nowadays? Ooh. Yeah, I can't watch regular TV, although I'm a mm. big Kristen Kruk fan, so I've been watching Beauty and the Beast. Oh, she is. <laughs> on the CW. She is She's is very she? beautiful. Wow. And so I watched that, that CW show because of her. Don't judge me, please. Um, and it's actually kind of good. I like it so We far. saw her on but, a panel at Comic-Con, and she was so smart and delightful. Yeah, she right. Oh, my gosh. I'm but isn't like I haven't watched the Beauty and the Beast show yet. Isn't the dude like not very beastly? Yeah, basically, I think what they've done is you know you remember the old one, right? Yeah, Ron Perlman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He doesn't. He's very handsome. He doesn't look like a beast, but I guess when he gets angry, it's almost like a Hulk kind of a deal with him, and then he turns into this beast. I've only seen one. The next one's tonight. I, I do feel <laughs> oh, your I know. eyes just lit up. <laughs> <laughs> like I could, I, I could fill you in some more. But, yeah, so he's not beastly, but when he when he does get angry he does become like his face scars come out and yeah he's mm. hot though he's a bit too hot to be a beast like, that's like kind of my issue with yeah, the thing like yeah but this is the age that we're living in unfortunately it's all you know even the beasts the are beautiful even the beasts are beautiful <laughs> beauty's on the inside guys Look, if you're gonna play a beast you need to lose we really get want you into to the work. gym Those we're gonna ab sculpt you right. <laughs> oh how sad that would be you can get ab sculpting surgery these days by I the way know. i saw it online it was so intense have like, you seen the billboards around town for like brazilian butt enhancements oh my god Perfect i'm obsessed in one month i'm obs- no no i'm obsessed with the Brazil. this has nothing to do with your show i'm so sorry no, this oh, is fine. exactly um, what our show so, so these girls out of nowhere are popping up with asses, right? What's like, happening? What, how, is it the milk they're drinking? Like, what is going on? <laughs> Suddenly, they have pancakes, and then the next minute, it's like, ba-bam, like Nicki Minaj, right? Onions. So they do this thing called the Brazilian butt lift where they lipo. So it's technically when they say, like, 
allegedly, I'm saying, Kim K says it's my butt. If she right. did get that surgery, then it technically is because what they do is they lipo like your waist, your thighs, the back of your arms, and they inject they it pop back it in, in the your booty. butt. So it's not an implant. It's Why like your own fat. Oh my God, all these girls get it. I don't, I don't want it. it. Even if I did, I'm too skinny, but I just like to do squats. <laughs> so I'll just keep doing my squats. So I don't think I'll get to Nicki Minaj status I mean, anytime people like soon, a big... The clefted bum. I guess. But it shifted. It went from breasts of very 90s, 2000, late now. It's all about the butt. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it, it, it's the high... Yeah, But anyway. you know what I don't like? This, this fad, and it's not as much right now. It was like, in the early summer it was happening, right. and last year, the butt cleavage fad of like... Oh, I didn't see the that. The jeans, like Hanging it's a good thing shorts. to see the, you know, rising... Oh, like Coco kind of? Yeah. Okay. But um, maybe a little more tastefully pulled right, back. Right. Coco, Coco's got her own thing going on. I'm not hating on her she seems very happy she she does she's very <laughs> bubblicious um and not just her but her personality um yeah i i didn't see i didn't see the butt cleavage but i do have yeah. an obsession with butts i'm not you do lie. i'll be at the grocery store and there'll be some girl with like a fabulous butt and i can't what, I just what to you is it. a fabulous butt the big like Kim K butts, you know, I, I understand how men appreciate that. I'm not a. Uh, You're like me, a Pilates. I like butt a Rihanna of. butt. Oh, that's a nice like, butt. Rihanna butt for me because that's is still like, butt. She's but got a butt, toned. but it's toned. It's still juicy, but and it melts into her back. Like you feel like you could. I feel like I could give her a great massage. I'd love to give her a <laughs> right? massage. Just like, woo, there you go, honey. Um, he's like, what is I don't going on I, mean, I, I think for me, it's like Honey Boo Boo's mom's butt. Oh, Shut Mama up. June. Yeah. Mama June. Which butt? The chin mm-hmm. butt or the back butt? All of them. So okay. many butts to choose She's from. I guess so that's the thing. so much butt per capita. Options. <laughs> oh, butt so per capita. Oh, I'm so sorry. I've completely made your show. No, this is exactly what it is. Tangent. I want to stay on this tangent and go to Honey Boo Boo. All right. Have you, are you at all in the... I have not watched the show. I've watched the clips online. Okay. You basically seen the, the show. I think no. <laughs> this There's is so why I content. think America is such an amazing country. Uh-oh. And I'm being, is this I, about no, to no, be no. bad? No, no. I'm being. I swear on everything that is that I love and care for. I am 110 percent serious. So someone like Honey Boo Boo and Mama June is yeah. that her name can be stars in this country. And I think there's something fabulous about that because it just shows you don't have to be like. Angelina Jolie, right. you can be just as famous and you can be from, you know, so that's like, it's almost like the American dream is very real and alive. Yeah. They're the most popular family right now, more than the Kardashians, I'd even yep. say. So even though I'm not fans of theirs and what they might put out there, I think it's a beautiful thing that they're getting to you know, this amazing opportunity. I'm being so serious. Yeah, You're I looking you. at me like I no, have a no. punchline coming. I, I doubt Mama June's going to end up with Brad Pitt, but you never know. That's she true. has her sugar bear, and she's fine. She does have her sugar I'm going to say this about Honey Boo Boo. Right. I kind of am pro Honey Boo Boo, and not in the... Not in the, like, I want to make fun of her way. They seem like genuinely nice people. They've been doing these press junkets, like, yeah, nice. going on all these shows. That... They have not prepped this kid to be a TV star. Like, the right. mom is not giving her lines to say and trying to make her sit right. Like, right. she is 100% a kid, a fidgety kid, and her mom loves her and is, like, so committed to all the money from the show is going into trust funds for her kids. And she says things like, this could last for one month, and I'm really happy that we right. have. Like, that's a really nice person. And 
people have offered, like Rosie O'Donnell wanted to buy them a house, like all this stuff, and they're not doing any of well, that. They, like, so it's nice. they have a sense of humor about themselves. They're yeah. in on the joke, so to speak. Right. Like, yeah. They get that, like, right. people they get what are, people are laughing you know, at. What yeah. they're laughing at. You know, that whole thing, which is great. Like, take it all the way to the bank, which is exactly. what they're going to do. And they're apparently really charitable, too. I mean, a lot of their money is going to. Um, foundations they've set up and existing stuff for their community. For her Brazilian butt lift. Right, she's going to need that butt lift. And the people of America need to help. for the whole family. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Honey Boo Boo, here's your birthday present. So basically Honey Boo Boo is Mother Teresa in my opinion. Just kidding. She just seems normal. I like that they seem. I don't know if I call them normal <laughs> based on what I've seen. Again, I'm mm-hmm. a bit ignorant. I can, I can only speak. No, so I think much that you don't subject. get to call yourself ignorant if um, you don't know about honey. <laughs> but, but yeah, I don't know if they're normal per se. But like you said, they're family, and all families have their own dysfunctions. And I don't know. I just with kids being on TV, I get kind of weirded out by it because I think it's almost like kid exploitation a yeah. little bit but you know is that even a word did i use the right words for that it seems right to me. yeah okay um but yeah kid I don't, exploitation we'll call i don't it I, see i like things people that are fascinating are they fascinating would you say or are they just are you laughing at them the whole time uh i think somewhere in between the two i don't okay. think they're fascinating in like a oh your mind is going to churn over it kind of way i think it's like a f- sort of fascinating family dynamic of right. what's going on and it's like all these kids, different dads, like such a rural, weird life. She had that different men. Every with her? yeah, every child is from a different man yeah, that made the decision to do that. Four, five. Wow, she must be really good in bed. There's something going on. There is something right. going on with Mama She's June's got downstairs. Some, uh, Go-Go juice downstairs. <laughs> now that's a documentary I don't want to see. Uh, one of the cool things that they did was in. Uh, response to this fun thing that uh, Christopher Walken, Sam Rockwell, and Colin Farrell did on their Seven Psychopaths press junket. It was on a, a short uh, by like Hal Rudnick called Screen Junkies, where basically he had the three of them read some scenes from Honey Boo Boo. Oh. So Christopher Walken read Mama mm-hmm. June mm-hmm. and says, like, the jiggle jaggle. Like, yeah. It's oh my God, it's pretty sweet. awesome. <laughs> and I, I, at some out. point he goes, like, these are words? Like, uh, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. And then they, uh, they, they did fired a back. And uh, uh, Honey Boo Boo read some of Christopher Walken's lines from some of his movies. <laughs> was it good? Which is, it's pretty it's funny. Adorable, it's adorable, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. like, it's like such a fun, because there's certain reality stars out there that would just not have a sense of humor about that. Right. They would do that, like the Kardashians would like, They you know, take themselves so seriously. So oh, serious. man. That's the problem I have with anyone. It's like, there are people saving lives and doing amazing things. Like, come on, like, even with what I do, like... You can't take yourself so... You have to be able to it's laugh silly. at yourself. It's, it's all so silly. silly what we do. Yeah. And yeah, when you start thinking, you're like, oh, you know, hi, and mighty. Sorry to interrupt you. But yeah, it's... So I like them then, based on what you guys yeah. have told me. I'm a fan. <laughs> Woo! Maybe you've won one. me over. <laughs> I'm converted. I'm Cole, I think we DVR. just found our purpose. <laughs> Hells yes. No, what is your message, would you say? Yeah. No, I'm asking. It's oh, what is it? Go, honey, boo-boo. Just okay. kidding. No. I think our messages don't take anything too seriously. Okay. I think that's the general feel of our show. I think, I think pretty much anybody who's ever been on the show yeah. has kind of figured that out. Yeah. Uh, speaking of things not to take seriously. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> this is a funny story I read about. Uh, it's this Jacksonville man. Uh, Florida. In Florida. Yeah, Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> Familiar. Is... Uh, <laughs> He hit his boyfriend in the face with a plate because he was his boyfriend was listening to too much Alanis Morissette music, mm-hmm. and so the police were called because like he wanted to file a uh, like. Wait, who called thing. the police? Which side? The, I know the platee. <laughs> oh, the guy who was hitting the face with the plate. Oh. 
And, the, and his defense was like, motherfucker listens to too much Alanis Morissette. So wait, was this a dinnertime dispute? I guess, but like... That sounds so I, guess, I mean, I know people that listen to the same CDs over and over and over again, but I've never wanted okay. to attack them. I have a good question. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's a great question. I'm okay, excited. Okay. If you were to get hit in the plate, in the face with a plate by your partner, what would your crime be? What would they say? Like, what's the reason your partner would hit you in the face with a plate? Uh, I mean, they wouldn't, but you know, know what I, I know, mean. I know what you're saying. My partner says that, ask me if I'm a shaggy dog, because I guess when I come out the shower, there's like puddles everywhere. <laughs> it drives him crazy that I can't just dry myself off in the shower and then come out. I come out with wet hair and wet everywhere. So he's like, I'm stepping into the pool of God knows what. So he would probably throw a plate at my face if he could. If for he the knew, shaggy like, dog For the complaint. shaggy dog complaint. What about you? Um... Oh, I don't know. So you posed the question. I know. I was just answer. excited about the question. You go, and then I'll see if I can. She'd probably be like, stop buying DVDs. No more oh, Blu-rays. Yeah. You I do have an issue. That's not that bad. Yeah, it's not too Are they bad, porn but... Blu-rays? Or... <laughs> yeah, are they documentaries? <laughs> documentaries. Are they getting? Okay. I have an extensive documentary collection. Got it, got it. Okay. Uh, I think mine would be to stop being loud. Maybe? I don't know. He's never said that, but I'm just thinking, like, what do I do? That's because he's cowering in fear in the corner all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'm not that loud. I don't know what it would be. It might be... Like, RuPaul is loud. Oh, I know what it would be. loud. Asking for too many dogs. That's what I'd get a plate in the face for. How many dogs do you have? Just two. Oh, I think we could really well, do that's better. Really unreasonable. If he hits you in a plate because of that, you need to hit him with a frying pan in the head. <laughs> I like the way <laughs> in his face. I gave a great argument for getting a new baby, some sort of miniature kind of animal. YouTube, we can make the cutest puppy videos. And he was like, not unless one of the other ones goes. And then I got really upset. Oh, that's... Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. It was messy. I don't like And that. he also loves our dogs and carries them around. And he's a total sucker. I know he would be swayed if I got another miniature one. Maybe. He Why might not. Why do you have to even ask him? Just go ahead and do it and make him deal with Have you ever done it. a big thing like that? Your daughter. Uh, I just found yeah, her. I, just, I want this. I was like, meet me in the hospital this time. Here you go. This is Surprise. yours. Surprise. I know you said you went um, into it, but she's so cute. Yeah, that's probably the biggest thing. No, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I have, but I am pretty bullheaded. I think I, that's something I would do. Yeah. And, oh, for example, uh, he doesn't, he's, I told you guys, my husband's very much his mother, and he's like, oh, me, ride a horse? No. So I, just, <laughs> I have to just kidnap him places and make him do things. So in that sense, like, he told me never ride a horse, so I took him to Santa Barbara and I made him ride a horse. Like, <gasps> oh, they, that's I nice. just put him on the spot. Be, but riding a horse is macho. Yeah, exactly. In the right decade, I, I guess. I, the day after yeah. riding a horse is not macho, though. <laughs> How, what, what do you Which mean by that? Yeah, tell me more. <laughs> Please it elaborate. It hurts so bad, and then you walk around all weird and bow-legged, and it's not fun. But your, your junk gets poor, poor, hurt? Your legs, the inside of your thighs yeah, and stuff, well, it's, uh, it's attached really to his. painful. Oh, the whole infrastructure there. <laughs> Yuck. Sorry, Yuck. This is getting awkward. Awkward. <laughs> you just need to stretch your legs more. Apart. Well, I mean, if you ride a horse often, then you get used to it. But it's just like working any muscles that you don't yeah. normally use. You should just ride the horse at a 90-degree angle with your legs. Oh, that would be so cute. You would look cute riding a horse. Right? That's, a, that's a vision I would love to see. Maybe you. do that. Pursue it. Maybe we can go ride some Shetland ponies or something. I could feel Shetlands. like a big man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want a miniature horse real bad. 
Oh, yeah, yeah go get that. So See how John cute. reacts to that. Bring back a miniature I've had horse. goats. I've had all sorts of animals oh, in my have life. You? Yeah, I want. I want to like a like a sustainable farm. I guess is what yeah. they call it. So bad, and I want to get a goat. And this is something I discussed with my husband, and he's anti it. So I'm thinking maybe mm. I should just come home with a goat. Just do it. Yeah, See what just happens. do it. You have a yard, right? Yeah, I have a big yard. Get a girl. But he goat. says goats are mean. Like he not says mean. I had a goat. Oreo. I've talked about, about Oreo. Oreo? Everything. Your ghost name was Oreo? Yeah. He was, was he black on the outside, white on the inside? Yeah. He had one white stripe all around his middle. Oh, there you go. Um, it was a very creative name for this goat. Are they goat. nice goats? I well, like I raised him from a bottle. Because right. when goats, if goats have triplets, they usually let the triplet die. Oh, um, so because sad. they don't have enough milk, basically. So my neighbor was a vet. And we, I went out on a call with her. And this goat had had triplets. And she's like, do you want this little one? Oh. So I got to raise him from a bottle. And he was the sweetest pet. Like ever and he loved my dogs and he was a free range goat in the yard just like the happiest thing but guess what happens when their little sacks fill up with demons (laughs) they are bad (laughs) they are the most sexual disgusting things he raped a pig he raped my dogs i'm not he He raped your dogs i was like so afraid that my dog was gonna have goat puppies little guppies so he's the animal kingdom sex offender yes absolutely and when he would pee he would put his head between his legs and drink it as it came out and then go and like breathe goat boy goats are dirty dirty bad you changed my mind but girl goats are just lovely they're very loyal. And I think if we got him neutered, he would have been a pleasure. I can't believe he raped your dogs. The pig was much more tra- traumatic than the dogs. The well, dogs- I want a pig, too. Little pot we, belly we pig. We need to talk. Oh. I'm sorry, I don't want to get this podcast off tangent, but when, when we're done, we're going to talk about... Oh. I'm going to come home with a goat and a <laughs> with pig a and say, surprise, honey. Green well, listen, Acres, like, babe. George Clooney has a potbelly pig. That yeah. was like one of his big things, right? Yeah, he took it around town. It was a good friend of his. <laughs> potbelly pigs are really sweet, too. Really sweet little animals. Mm. I just need a yard so bad, you guys. Okay, we can move on. I'm getting depressed. I don't have any miniature animals. You come around to my house and visit me. Visit with the all pigs. The animals I'm about to buy. <laughs> Stop by the farm on the way home. LA has a lot of farm stores. It does. Maybe it does out in the valley, huh? People have farms here. Yeah, they do. Chickens We're don't get surrounded by ranches. Oh yeah, and stuff. I wanted chickens. I heard they're like a bit uncontrollable. Oh, okay. Are horrible. Okay. <laughs> all right. And they sleep in trees. I, I've, I've been really... I never thought this morning when I came to do this with you guys that I'd be so educated <laughs> on chickens and pigs and goat raping. I mean... That's a lot. This is amazing. I'm glad we're finally t- you know, tackling livestock yeah, talk finally. on the podcast because we haven't gotten there before. Do you have any weird animal stories? You didn't grow up around here. What no, were your no, critters like? I don't. I, d- I didn't have pets until I was an adult. I wasn't allowed any. But that, that's not true. One time I was a kid and I begged my mom for guinea pigs for like, I swear, a year. I was obsessed with guinea pigs. So she finally went and got me the guinea pigs from the pet store. I went with her and I realized I was terribly frightened from, of them. So on our <laughs> way back, I said, I don't want them anymore. I, I can't. And she, she slapped me in my face, not with a plate, <gasps> just with her palm. And we had to walk back to the pet store and the guy wouldn't give her money back. And <gasps> so she spent all this money. I begged her for a year for my guinea pigs. And then I made her return them the same. Before like, they even got home? Before we even got home, I realized I... Couldn't take couldn't care of them. them. I was afraid. I was a kid. I was like seven or eight, and so yeah, she she didn't speak to me for a while, and that is not I a nice a, reaction. Yeah, I had a hamster no fiasco in college. Not what you think. Oh, um, <laughs> we uh, 
What? What is that supposed to mean? In, uh, is that inside joke? I think it's a, a licking or something. Cracks. It could be joke. something uh, okay. inappropriate. <laughs> but anyways, in, in college, like we <laughs> couldn't have pets in our uh, apartment that we were in, and my roommate and I were like, well, "Let's get hamsters. Why not? Like they could put them yeah. in a ball and they run around. And it's right. cute and it's funny, whatever." Yeah. So we got two hamsters, and they're supposed to sell you same-sex hamsters, so they don't you got breed. Babies. Oh, wow. But they screwed up. So Felix and Oscar, really Felicia and Oscar, and then <laughs> did they, Felicia eat any of her babies? Well, here's Is the thing. They they, once the babies <laughs> once the babies start oh. like then they start inbreeding with the babies and this it's this whole what thing. did you do so it's we like just ended up with like tons, yeah exactly <laughs> we ended up with like tons of hamsters and then like when they're when hamsters are babies they look like little gummy bears yeah 100 percent. like they're, these, they're yeah, just naked little naked little pinky fingers yep yeah, exactly and then you know, some of them are cute and stuff, but then it just we were over them with hamsters, and they're nocturnal. So like Wait, basically at night they go crazy. Next. So what happened next was they just kept having babies, and we just had all these hamsters, and and then it got to a point where we were just like, we can't. Right. Then what is, did you do? We took them back to the. Pet store. Oh, okay. I don't think that's a happy. I was going to say, don't say a horrible story because Peter might come after you. You got to be know what to do. We were like, what do we do? I got a ferret in college for the same reason. Wasn't allowed to have pets. I thought I can hide this thing anywhere. I named it Selma Hayek, and uh, it was, it was <laughs> the most fun, scary animal. <laughs> it was scary. I'd never had like a big rodent before. <laughs> they are affectionate but terrifying. They can move so fast. And uh, she had the run of the whole what house. possessed you to get a ferret <laughs> in college? I was like, I need something to love. I'd already had birds. I'm not a big bird fan, but I thought I could hide them. That went okay. Uh, and then I was at the pet store and she had such big brown eyes, so I named her Selma Hayek and she was so little. Aren't ferrets like illegal in a lot of states? Not where I was. Right. I don't know where they are illegal, but in California, this was, this was totally... Yeah, California oh, they are? Paris yeah. Hilton had her she got in trouble for oh. Don't ask me how I knew, know that. Oh, please don't <laughs> take away my full points. Oh, I already know. Cool. You have to redeem yourself. I, I just quick. thought something else. Where we live, there's lots of lizards um, oh, yeah. by, in, by our house. And so these lizards creep in, and I find dead lizards in our house. <gasps> in the it's house? really scary. Yeah. <gasps> Oh. Yeah, it's not fun. But I love lizards. I do. I didn't kill them. I swear. They just come hmm. and then they so they come into suspicious. the house and then they can't escape and then I guess they die of loneliness. I guess. Well, I would have <laughs> given them lots of love. <laughs> they were hiding from me. All right, it's oh, a lot of animal talk next. Wow, yeah, sorry, livestock done. <laughs> check. Speaking, check speaking of place. animals, uh, you hosted the World Poker Tour. How does that? Matter? I don't know. At all. I know. Poker Party animals. animals. Oh. Party uh, animals. So Vanessa actually has connections to the poker world. Yeah, one of my best friends, the poker player Phil Galfond. I don't know if you. Know I've had yes. Um, so I know a lot of those people. But how was your experience? What was it like working with all those? Do you want my honest experience or like my diplomatic experience? Just your diplomatic one. Please don't show your feelings. No. Okay. Honest is good. Look, I was when I first came on board. Um, I didn't really know too much about poker, and I had said to them, and I said to my agent. If I'm going to get hired for this, I, I need to get sent to a poker camp or right. something because I don't want to be on the show not knowing what I'm talking about. She's like, there's a million girls that want this job and you want to give demands on top of everything. And I was like, well, you that's know. That's not a just, demand. That's a so, way to help them. So when I, got the, when I got the gig, they sent me to the poker camp and that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Very overwhelming. Oh, my goodness. Like, I felt so Math. stupid. Poker yeah, it's all. Weird yeah, it's like, it's, it's really intense. It's like numbers. Like, oh, the odds for this. Everything the odds for percentages that. Like, and Yeah, it's like, oh. Yeah. And I'm already, like, terrible at math. And so. But I did learn a lot from it. And then when I started hosting it, like for the first few months, it was really fun. You know, like I was traveling and I was in all these different places. But there's a very depressing, I'm just looking, make sure my publicist isn't giving me like the look, like don't say too 
too much. Um, it's a very depress- depressing underworld under- yeah. beneath the surface. It's like, you know, these people win like millions of dollars and then they'd come back in two months and they'd be broke with yeah. no money. Yeah, they would have spent it all. You know, it's like that gambling mindset. Yeah, totally. And not all of them. I mean, you know, some of them are really smart and they invest their money, but it's like, it is, there is an addiction. Well, that personality under- that's drawn that, to it. Right. Yeah. And so I, I'm a very sensitive person. And so I started getting really depressed for like, yeah. what I was seeing so toward the end I was like it really affected me like emotionally like yeah. I loved my job but seeing what I was seeing like the darker aspect of it not because you know you guys a lot of people see the glamorous a- aspect of what an amazing thing this guy comes and plays and he wins millions yeah. of dollars but they don't show what happens after you know right. that and it was am I bringing you guys no, down no, Sorry. I can't say I got I started getting depressed because yeah. like, I'd see these people winning all this money and then they'd come back broke or in debt and I was like oh my god like I, I always thought it was glamorous and fun and then you see the other side and it kind of changes your perspective a little bit and I love playing poker and now I'll still go to the casino and play but I think that world you know is is awesome in a lot of ways but it does you know like anything it has some negative aspects to it as well in any in any industry but well especially entertainment and gambling right I think you've got really um often like manic personalities driven to it you know that are kind of chasing a high and it's sad to be around too long because there are there is the other side of the coin which is really intelligent and smart people that are and they're doing all. it like a career and they that's are. yeah and i have friends that are like that and it's amazing to watch them work because it's working it's right. just working and it's very level-headed but to see the other side of the coin is really scary yeah it well, was a bit scary and there's the people that come into it now because it's sort of glamorous now because it, it, is, yeah, it has exactly. a life on tv yep. now there's like there's exactly. you know phil ivy and there's like celebrities yep. that like right. you recognize is like oh that's a poker yeah, player poker players have become, you didn't know their names before like exactly. ever but now you do because they have it like on game show well, and people and think on, that they can do it too like they think like oh i i can i can be like that and it's like and they very... can it, it, a lot of people if they put their mind to it they can but then it's an overwhelming amount of money and yeah. overwhelming amount of um like notoriety and some people you know like even with you see that in entertainment business yeah when you get something suddenly and quickly it can really destroy people and when you see that side of it it is scary and and so it was very enjoyable experience i wouldn't change it for the world and but it's what i'm trying to say it's not all like glamorous and yeah you know there's there's other sides to it as well gosh i hope i don't regret saying this no, no i think that's okay. all really I think thoughtful a, a, yeah. yeah i think you know people don't realize that like a lot of these people have serious addictions and like you know right. they'll win and then it all goes away yeah which is it's also crazy. just a lonely lifestyle i mean that's what makes me sadder about it is like yeah. you have crazy hours you're all over the place hotel room to hotel room often it's pretty lonely um one night I remember game went like 16 hours it was crazy and I was like so it's intense and like I said the people that do it you know it is there's a rhyme and reason to it for the people that do it and it's a a business and they don't get sucked into it but yeah so it was very enjoyable but you know I was I was ready to get out after that year because it started to affect me personally you know and I I couldn't be around it for another year they asked me to come back and as much as I love the team and everyone I worked with I was like I just I can't be in casinos every other month and every month dance crews depressing or dance crews are not depressing <laughs> however when they leave and they're crying and they're oh, devastated they've been eliminated so and they're like 12 years old that is depressing too yeah. but in a different in a different way yeah. you know, your heart goes out for them yeah right 
That's a that's a fun. Oh, gig, I just it seems down like. the whole vibe of the show. Yeah, I think we're done, guys. <laughs> Let's pop, pack what's it up. A, what's, I'm, I don't know anything about drugs. What's the drug that gives you like <laughs> like gets you excited? To go go juice. Go-go we're talking juice. about go go juice. Luckily, we got a case right here. Let's pack it up. Today's episode is brought to you by go go juice. I hope it never comes to that, Cole. Let's make a pact, right? We will not bow to the go go juice sponsor. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm saying that. Well, America's Best Dance Crew is yeah. a fun show. Uh, MTV. Yes. Music television. <laughs> um, I know. Related. It's related okay, to music. It's fine. I, I get it. You, can, you guys can take the jazz. What's, what's funny about MTV is like, because I used to watch it all the time. Right. I mean, I watched a lot of music videos growing up. Is like, they started to make programming. Yes. So then they made MTV2 to put the music right. on. Right. But then they started to make programming for MTV2. For MTV2. So then they made MTV3 to put the music Trice. on. There's and not enough MTV MTVs. It's like... Right. Latin network, I think. We Sorry. need more MTVs. Let's just let's just I like know. how many? The artists don't make channels music out there. videos anymore. Yeah, that's the they, thing. No, the they, whole, really don't. they don't. It's artists all changed. Don't. Look, when I was a kid, all I ever wanted was to be on MTV, and I know my <gasps> really? goals don't sound very. Um, yeah, I don't want to win an Oscar. I do it. I just mm. because I grew up. You know, MTV in in the nineties was so like. It was groundbreaking, yeah. you know, with their campaigns and the AIDS campaign. And it was like Daisy Fuentes and like downtown Julie Brown and Bill Bellamy. And all those personalities all those are amazing. Yeah. And they were all, all guys, yeah. It was so colorful and exciting. Yes. And it, it, I think it was the most, even cast wise, it was like you had every representation from every culture, yep. every. And, and so when I, I had never seen anything like that. Yeah. So when I, when I would watch it, like, oh my God, I want to be on this network so bad, you know, and now I, I work for MTV and Woo. it has changed a lot, but the, it, I, you know, it's like, and I'm not defending them because I'm employed by them. I mean, I am a, a little bit. Well, there's bit, nothing to defend. It's yeah, like I, I think the, the climate just, has changed, you know, changed in the sense artists don't even make music videos right. anymore. And I don't know if that's MTV's fault or if it's no. the artist's fault or if it's It's like just the way, thing. I mean, I think it's the internet. I think it's the way people are getting music and what sells right. music. All of that has totally changed. I mean, like, they the make it, but it's like on Vivo, you know? Right. It's like they, so, but yeah, I think it, you know, at the end of the day, it's the consumer and like, if the certain shows on MTV weren't doing well, they wouldn't make them. Right. It's as simple as that. So someone's watching it, you know, yeah. and someone, someone's, you know, watching these shows and ridiculousness and Teen Mom and, and these types of shows. But it's definitely, you know, it's it, it's a different MTV than what we grew up with for sure, right. you know. Right. Well, I remember watch. I watched the first season of America's Best Dance Crew. Right, came out Jabberwockies. Jabberwockies won yeah. that thing because they yeah. were pretty so incredible. So exciting. Yeah. Um, and, you know, because I also watched Say Think You Can Dance. Like, we've talked about that many yeah. times on the show and like that. And the B-Boys are always great on that show, but then right. they have them do a foxtrot and they suck. Right, right. And then they're off. But So it's great that this show existed to be like, let's really show To celebrate what, what they want to do. Because yeah. it's amazing what they do. Yeah. Like, right. it's, I don't know how you get to a point where you decide that you can do this and then you do it like it's it's nuts well and it's so nice to have i think it's the same with um america what what are we just talking about america's the other dance show so you you think you can dance i was like does america in that one um is it something to celebrate this career that people aren't trying to do a crazy thing like be the most famous person it's like celebrating an art that they're doing because they love to do it and it shows whenever you're watching people perform that it's like they are just doing this because they love it yeah, it's and so there have been times, and I never thought this would happen to me, but like the dance crews would be performing, and I, 
I would cry. Like it was mm. that powerful, like in person. I don't know how it comes across on TV, but like, I'd cry and I'd be like, wow, like they're not speaking. It's not music. And they're just, just in their movement. They've yeah. moved me, you know? And so it's a very cool show. Um, I think we just wrapped our seventh season and I'm pretty sure it's probably going to be our last. But, you know, we've been on the air for seven seasons. That's I was amazing. single when I started. Yeah, I started dating someone, I had a baby, I got married. So it's like, it's been such a huge part of my life. What I loved about that, about dance crews, it puts dancers on the forefront. And, yeah. you know, dancers usually, you know, backup Just dancers to, yeah. and stuff like yeah, that. Totally. So it's been an amazing experience. And for me, I, I, this sounds so cheesy, but like meeting the crews and spending like months at a time with them and just seeing their journey. God, I sound like such a cheese ball. Um, no, it's lovely. That's the most, that for me was the most rewarding part of the show. Not the on-camera right. stuff, like really getting to know these kids and, you know, just, just seeing them. Like a lot of them, like for them to be on TV and seeing their performances, like their parents haven't supported them and they're like anti-dance and they come and dance and their parents change their mind and get supportive. Mm. And you see these like beautiful stories unravel and you know, I, I, I it's really like the plot it. of every '80s dance movie in a sense. It's yes, like, it's yeah, like, it, it really is. It's like it I want to dance. No, go be a lawyer. Right. I want to be a lawyer, and then they end and up on a TV show the at the show. end, and then yeah. their dad comes off and goes, "You don't have to go to military school. I love yes. you, son." And everybody wins. You oh. hit the nail on the head. People That's exactly are living how it is. Yeah. Uh, do you have a dance background? Um, when I was younger, I did, but not. Like, since I was, you know, 18. Have you um, had people teach you things? Yeah, they always teach me. But, you know, here's the thing. I used to think I'm a, I was a great dancer. And I was like, my dance moves are freaking, man. No one can blow <laughs> me away. And then you're around these dancers. And it makes you never want to dance again. <laughs> like, I'll be in the club with them, like, in the back, like, just nodding my head. Now I'm that guy. Before I was, like, on the dance floor, like, you know, doing the running man and everything, thinking I was cool. But they're so talented that, if anything, it's made me, like, oh, like, self-conscious about dance. Anything. So the more you learn about it, the more yeah. you're like, oh, you're, people you can do it. that. Exactly. You're like, oh, God, I'm a speck. I'm exactly. a speck in this universe. Yes, I'm less than a speck <laughs> when it comes to them. I but... just need a goat and some private time. <laughs> <Right. laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's just what this, the, the tricks they can do are like. Their like, bodies move in a way that like defies, you know, gra- like. And we're all born with the same parts. I know. That's very it's frustrating. Crazy. I, I'm just amazed that at the end of every dance, not three people are hurt on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there are people that get hurt and then they just keep going. Like, it's like their bodies learn how to heal or something. But oh the Jabberwockies, you know, like you said, they've been, they're the most famous of our crews. They have a show at the Monte Carlo in yeah. Las yeah, Vegas. In Vegas right. You guys should check that out. Um, and, you know, they're one of my, I don't want to say favorite, but they, they were, season one, we didn't know what the show was going right. to be, right? We were all newbies. And so we were all in it together in, in a sense. And so they're kind of, they have a special place in my heart because they, they, like made the blueprint for the show, right. you know, and I think there's always going to be just one Jabberwockies crew. I don't think anyone's ever really going to compare because they're on a different, they're just out of this world. Well, their whole creatively concept different. is amazing. Yeah. It's, I, because they wear those masks or whatever, it's like right. they're a, a collective. Such a unit. They're not yeah. like, there's, because most, a lot of crews have star dancers. You can tell yeah. like, these two guys Features. are like, they're amazing and everybody right. else is kind of like in the back lines and mm-hmm. they're all good, but like these guys are the ones that like, keep your eyes right. on. But the Jabberwockies are just like this collective unit yeah. that do this amazing, like it's really poetic what they do. Their stuff's really, really inventive. Yeah, you said it. It's poetic, you know, and and to put like kind of hip hop and and dance and say it's poetic, but they really are. They're they're amazing. So yeah, thanks guys. Yeah. Now yeah. I see your dance moves. Break it down. Here we go. <laughs> whoa! Wow! Whoa! 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 
I know you guys can't see this on the podcast. They looked really good. I can't do a back handspring. You go and put the face, like they, the dancers make these amazing facial expressions, like they stick their tongues out and like, <laughs> they, sorry, but they do these amazing facial expressions. I'm like, where do they, like even their faces move in their whole the body is amazing dancing. way. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, they, sometimes I'm so you think you can dance, they'll like really like pick on their facial expressions. Like you're mugging too much, yeah. or you're playing out too much right. or whatever. Um, but it's just amazing that while you're doing everything else too, you're still conscious enough to be like, what's my face doing? Exactly. Oh my my face. exactly. I'm so jealous. I'm, I'm the most jealous of dancers as of any art, I think, because everything else is nice. Like I would love to be good at a million things. Right. But when I watch a dancer, it's like knowing it's you're not right. going to happen. Well, yeah. sorry, took, like, no, not that you're right. It's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm sorry, honey. I but did, like, a lot of like, I did like a I'm lot of. I'm seeing that uh, three thing. Yeah. <laughs> I did a lot of musical theater and stuff growing up, so I took tap and yeah. You know, some did you dance, really? Like, yeah, I did some a lot of that kind of stuff. So like, I was always a decent dancer, but yeah. never, I would never be like, oh, this is what I'm going to do. Right. Like, right. I just didn't have that body Are type. Are you flexible? Just, not really. The we heard the horror story. We know. That's what stopped me from trying to go anywhere else with that. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, like then you like, so like there's that kind of thing. It's like, yeah, I, I don't, don't know really... why. I just got a vision of you swinging around a pole. I don't, it just <laughs> popped in my head. Magic I'm Mike I don't know. It's really bizarre. It's like, just I think you just vision. saw his future. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't I tell you guys I can, I'm kind of intuitive like that. Long Island um, medium. Yeah. Sorry. I, sorry to, you I could be the first podcast you. done like at a strip club while I'm dancing. It'd be great. Oh yeah. I'd go. Anywho. Uh, mm. But like, so I like I unapologetically love like the step up movies, those dance movies. Oh like, yeah, bring them like, on! <laughs> like even though the acting is pretty wooden and the scripts are <laughs> right. pretty bad, the dance they're sequences so are so good and yeah. so like there's so much energy in them. They're so infectious in that sense that like it's I I, I love them. I love going to see those. There's like uh, at the end of Step Up 3D, the third one, <laughs> the end credits is just this guy finger tutting. Have, have you seen that? You <laughs> I know. I know well. I'm seeing here across like just in awe of you and. The amount of knowledge that you have for all these different things. I'm like, I'm not worthy to be here right now. But in the, in the end credits. Are you talking about tutting? Like, this is amazing. This dude is like, the end credits, just watch this if you haven't seen this. The end credits of Step Up 3D. This guy, it's just this guy sitting tutting on a chair, finger tutting to a thing. So it's all, everything is just like finger choreography. Right. But it's like incredibly amazingly cool. And like that's just while the credits are rolling. Like that's just like, here's just a throwaway. This guy's a finger tutter. We can't really use him in the film otherwise. I just learned the word tutting. Tutting, yeah. It's like when you do like. It's just for fingers? Well, finger tutting, there's different types of Can you body tut? What's a tut? Is it named after King Tut? (laughs) I don't I really want to know. What is tutting? Is it after Alan Tudyk? Almost like, uh, God, how do I describe it? I wish there was a camera right now. We could. Are you popping things? Is it. Look, we'll get you a a tutter tutor. And we'll figure it out. It's like. Mr. Teeter's tutter tutor. It's like. I don't know. Like, it's, it's so like, hard to describe. It's, super, yeah, it's like a move. It's, it's like a making bunny ears reflect each other. It's like right super, it's super deliberate, <laughs> deliberate movements with your fingers. Yeah. That, tutting? Tutting. Yeah. yeah I'm tutting. I am tutting. I am going tutting today with my good friends. It's not tutting, Michael Caine. It's tutting. <laughs> tutting. Tutting. Shall we touch, madame? The art of tutting here. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> it's an art? Yeah, it, it is. It's... Um, Look, I'll, I'll read it to you. Maybe this will... 
tick. Um, no, this isn't it. This is. Sorry, I'm so. I, I. I. Am I like your most ADD guest that you've no. ever had? You this can be honest. Always. Okay. <laughs> All right. You're just supposed to run with things like a okay, happy I show you a video. Okay, I'll show you. I'll show you. I'm pulling it up on my phone. That actually. The art of tutting. The art of tutting. Oh, tutting. Tutting. Oh. Coming down the aisle. Um, <laughs> Here we have a if I was a tutter, I, tutter. I would name myself Peanut Tutter. There's got to be somebody, Aww. right? Peanut Tutter? Peanut Tutter. <laughs> Nutter uh, Tutter. Peanut Tutter and Jelly. <laughs> I like that. Jelly That'd be time. good, right? Yeah. Someone's got to do it. I don't know why I can't get it. Oh. I can't even look at you now. We'll show you, we'll show jelly you the Jelly could be a very fluid We'll show you the tutting after dancer. this thing. We'll pull a video up yeah, on the big sorry. screen and we'll, we'll get you on it. What, what? Like your partner Jelly would be a very fluid dancer. Yeah, Peanut Tutter and Jelly. Uh, flopping well, he around. he did tap, so he could tap, oh, tut, 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 and tap, and you got the other one tutter. just flopping around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, it is, has something to do with King Tut. Aha. You actually... Because he um, has those pointy movements? And the style was originally practiced by young funk dancers and is derived from the positions people were drawn in the days of the ancient Egyptians. Yes! Ah, uh, yes. Yes, that's, um, it is these positions seen in these portraits that have been adapted by dancers today. So when you tut, you change your angles of your arms according to the beat. Oh, get it? I'm tutting right now. Yeah, you're tutting, you're tutting. Um, those who are more experienced <laughs> pop when changing from angle to angle. Okay, I'm not, that, yeah. I'm not ready for that. Yeah, <laughs> One tut at a time. Tutting people. is a greatly respected move, and King Tut, also known as Mark Benson, is widely acclaimed for pioneering the style. Wow. There you go. I love And check anything. those oh, kids you know. tutting and you got served. They'd be doing it real big, yo. <laughs> that's what it said that in the thing. I swear, <laughs> that's on the internet. I promise. I, I just, like it when you're street. Yeah. Oh, you don't know about me. I can get street. You I believe you. I know I look all prim and proper. No, you have a leather dress. That tells me you can... It's leather and well, I'm not a dominatrix. It's terrifying, I'm sure. Although I would love to do that just for a day. Did you read Fifty Shades of Grey? No, I didn't, and I'm not going to. Good I, girl. I boycott Fifty Shades of Grey. I don't like anything that's like... Twilight-derived? Just, just, <laughs> just everything that really blows up, I'm anti. Is yeah. bad? Like, Harry Potter? Like, no, I love... I do love Harry okay. Potter. Oh, I'm contradicting myself See, already. Harry Potter, I think, is always the thing that... Everybody that I know that doesn't like to get on the popular right. thing, everyone's no, like, Harry I'm, I'm not doing Harry Potter. No, no, no. Harry... I mean, that... I mean, come on. It's me you're talking to here. Harry <laughs> Potter is, you know, very special you place in my heart. Yeah, I mean, we are. He's my third cousin removed. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I don't... I don't it just seemed... I saw the woman that wrote it, right? She just didn't oh, strike me no. as a sexual being. Mama June for the literary crowd. Right, and not to say I judge people based on their looks, because I don't, but she just... She, but it's not, it wasn't time. even her looks. She just looked... She didn't look very sensual. Her aura, and, yeah. It's just, and then I'm like, I don't really buy... I don't know. I, I, I didn't buy what she was writing. Maybe it's... A, people are saying it's helping their relationships. Forgive my ignorance no. again. Isn't it about some rich man that meets some young girl coming up? It's and the most misogynist. I see like, this in LA every day. Like, I don't need Fifty Shades of Grey. I live it. I'm here. I see it. So it's 50 like... Fifty Shades of La Cienega. Exactly. As soon as I read, like, the plot line, I'm like, oh, my God, this is what I... I mean... Done. Every day. It's Ugh. here. It's in front of me, so There's I don't need always... it. And it doesn't make me want to masturbate, so why should I read the book, you know? It's not, it doesn't turn me on, that concept. You just have to watch your like own you're talking about goats and Harry Potter. Now that's some with like, I don't know, some tutting. <laughs> now I'm really Harry getting Tutter. hot and heavy. Harry Tutter. Harry <gasps> Tutter. There you go. Oh my gosh. You might be Harry Tutter for, Chris, uh, for Halloween. I think I will. <laughs> Harry Tutter. I, I should I be hung Harry Tutter for Christmas. Why not? <laughs> that would be a great surprise for everyone Christmas morning. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> 
Hello, I'm riding a broom. <laughs> wow. Sorry. He's, he's like the chimney sweep version of Harry Potter. What's going on there? I think I... Hey, Ronan, oh, mighty. Okay. Um, Woo. I like what a Harry. ride. Let's do first, shall okay, we? Okay, great. We do this every podcast. It's okay. a different first question from life. I sort of uh, tailored it towards... Uh, For me? Yeah. Oh, you're so, so special. Uh, since you did spend that time on World Poker Tour, yes. what was the first time you ever gambled? Did you dig it or did it stress you out? Oh, I loved it. And... um it, it was really bad table etiquette, I guess, because in poker, you know, when you start winning money, you're not supposed to walk away. You know, you just have to keep playing. So I won a shitload of money and I bounced. <gasps> and they were really mad at me. Where you know? were you? Were you in Vegas? Uh, no, I was in Puerto Rico Ooh. at um, like some shady Puerto Rican casino. I don't know. Was it poker or was it? No, it was poker. Yeah. It was Texas Holden. Yeah, yeah. So that's, you know, I, I would try, put it this way. I'm not so good that I would gamble my life savings away. I don't trust myself, my talents that much. But I'll put down like 60, 80 bucks and play yeah. a little bit, you know. I do enjoy it a lot. Um, but no one really like enjoys it in my friends or my group. So it's usually me by myself at the table, which makes me look like a hooker that isn't getting hired. Somebody's so I've just getting paid. To try and, you know, like, <laughs> I'm just like buying myself an hour our time to play poker and then I'm going back to my clients. Wait till so. there's a guy around. In Vegas, man, if you walk in the casinos by yourself, even if you're wearing something somewhat respectable, but you're all dolled up, yeah. people do think, like, you know. Well, they think that or that you're paid to entertain the players, like to right. keep them at yeah, a table. Yeah, that's not me. Well, that's the first. Vanessa, um, how about you? What was your first gambling um, thing? I don't remember my first gambling thing. I guess it didn't make a big impression. I'm thinking, like, maybe with friends and stuff like that, like playing cards. Um, my first like casino experience that made an impression on me was when two years ago my friends bought me into the world series um and because i was doing your poker player friends yeah Yeah, and we've been doing uh you're good i hope your husband listens (laughs) he doesn't okay he doesn't even know he doesn't know (laughs) he won't let me get another dog oh um i've been doing this poker podcast with them and they've been kind of teaching me as we went and so we did this as like yeah let's let's let her play and i um i hadn't been studying enough Right. You know, to be like confident with it, like fun with friends, but when it's like people you don't know and there's bigger stakes, it was right. really nerve wracking. So my friend um, kind of gave me a crash course on like what people will think of a girl at the table, like what you know who to watch out for, like a guy in a blingy shirt, the way he's going to play versus an old man. Like right. I kind of learned to profile everybody and play like right. that, which actually works pretty well. It does. It's like eighty percent accurate. Yeah, it's say. crazy. Yeah, and so and I knew enough to do okay. I think I lasted four rounds, but then like at the fourth table, I just well the third table it started. I was like people didn't think I would be good because I was a girl. So they thought I would play really tight. And if I did something that it was justified basically. So one time it went around enough and I went all in and scared everybody and won that. And then the next time it was like, just starting to stress me out. And I was like, I'm just going to do it again. All you can eat. And then (laughs) they called, I had the worst hand ever. And I was like, okay, bye guys. I was so relieved to be done. Two seven. Is that what you had? Well, I had nothing. I had, it was all it was all numbers. No, no face cards at all. I was just like, I think maybe it'll work again. And there was Liv Brie. Like there were these beautiful right. girls at my table. I was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Having so like mental, and all these man. Swedish so men. There's always these young Swedish, Swedish guys in when I was shiny in the world shirts. Poker tour, there were no hot Swedish men for me. <laughs> no, <laughs> not they hot. Do. They just had shiny shirts oh, okay, on. Okay. And you're okay. like, oh. When you say Swedish men, I think of Alexander. Oh yeah. God. When you say Swedish, I'm like, where were they? <laughs> he is a delicious <laughs> Nordic treat, isn't he? So many abs. 
I don't so care about his abs. It's his. I, I'm, his not, I'm not into men. I'm not into men with really hot bodies. I don't like that. I, I like guys with just normal bodies, right? But there's something about. But when he looks talks like I shouldn't be even saying this. This is terrible. I'm no, a married woman. Oh, you're Goodness. right. You should never um, think these things. I know. Your husband's watching a documentary right now. You are allowed <laughs> to know. He's watching a documentary and releasing his demons, and I don't even want to compliment a nice Nordic man. Um, he's just. He looks like he'd be very affectionate and, and sensual. sensual. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah, a we big We both sit there at the same time. <laughs> a picture of him on my we fridge. You must be accurate. Do you, you really? Need a moment? I can <laughs> Sorry. step out. We're going to have a threesome yeah. <laughs> in yeah. our mind. The life-size Sandy. He's so tall. Okay. You, what was your first gambling experience? Uh, well, the one that I can, my parents will definitely point out if Uh-oh. my mom listens to these podcasts, uh, is we were in uh, Reno at Circus Circus, which yes. is where like kids can hang out and I try to that. win games and right. stuff like that. And, Baby uh, Vegas. Baby Vegas. Yeah, basically. And I, this one booth, which is one of those like basket toss things where like you have a, a wiffle ball kind of thing. You're trying to toss it into like a basket at a weird angle. And if it stays in, you yeah. right. fries, but it's in such a way that this like is gambling or is go. this Chuck E. Cheese? Well, no, it's gambling. It's like you're in paying between. and you're trying to win these prizes, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. But the thing is, is the one thing I wanted was like they're all Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle related prizes at the oh. time. Which I was nice and so the main prize is like a big plush like Ninja Turtle. Like you take your pick. One of four. Raphael. Choose, choose I like Donatello. That's the one I want. Oh. Uh, but the first prize was like a water bottle, like a squeeze bottle, right. like sports bottle. The second second prize, which you could trade up to, was like a really small stuffed. And then the third the prize, massive oh. stuff. And so I had we one. We knew like massive stuffies. Yeah. Yeah, at the time for some reason. <laughs> He's like, got one with him today. <laughs> I really wanted Covered in demons, actually. And so, you know, my parents gave me X amount of money to go and play these games or whatever. Right. And like, I won the squeeze bottle. Great. And then I won the oh. stuff. Great. But I couldn't win the third time to get the big one and i was like obsessed with trying to win this thing right and so so you have an obsessive personality yes i guess it's the time and also because you're so close like it's not like i hadn't won i'd already won it twice you knew you had it i was like i knew i had it in me to do it a third time or whatever and then i just like (laughs) ran out of money and then they gave me a few dollars more and then that ran out and then they they were just like no you're you're done i think i threw shit because i was like i'm so close and then they're like we think you have a gambling problem no way i was like i don't have a gambling problem i just want you, the stuff doesn't always start that way yeah i guess if you yep. speak to these poker players they might tell you the same story yeah they're like i was at the circus circus <laughs> when i was three years exactly. old <laughs> you're lucky your parents snipped that habit in but the that's bug. the idea like, i don't like to gamble really like when i go and you play, like to win when see I play, that's still the problem well, when i go and play poker nights with buddies and stuff like that it's like a five or ten dollar entry right. fee, and we all play so tight as yeah. we have like seven thousand dollars <laughs> right. and in order to like win at the end of the night and i won a few times you end up leaving with like 80 bucks or something right. not too but shabby like it takes three and a half hours and everybody's and we don't like you can't buy back in nope <laughs> screw that so we're like literally it's like you play super tight and conservative and so that way you can just last for a while and then at the end it's like then right. make it's your the way people have right. sex and like but what happens with that is like we'll have like these games with like like our improv team or something we'll yeah play. and some some of the people played who've never played poker in their life before ever and they make everybody crazy because yeah. they don't know what they're doing so they right. will they're just wild and unpredictable yeah you're un- that's like, why you don't like them they're yeah. unpredictable and it makes you it makes you nuts because like, you, you have this great cool. hand and right. they have like literally like they have like the worst hold hand like two seven or something like that right. and they stay through this entire time and then all of a sudden 
then the last card pulls up what they get and then they end up winning when they never should have been in that hand That's, to I that think, point ever. Right, right. Yeah, I, 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 at the beginning I played like that. I still think I play like that a little bit. Where did she go? She, she just left pee. us. She does that. In the middle of it, like did not excuse herself, nothing. Like, she just, just walks away. Walked away. <laughs> yep. That's it, just you and me now. Yep. Gazing into each other's eyes. That's and, right. Yeah. Mm. I don't know what to talk about. I don't know either. We can continue what we're talking about. We'll <laughs> um, figure it out. She'll you know, pick it back up. Something about Reno, I, w- the the big hotel there, what's the name of it? Um, Ugh, it's been so long since I've been to Reno. Sierra, so, there's Sierra Nevada or something, right? right so, yeah. I think that's a hotel. Like that, yeah. that hotel is haunted as shit. You have it no is? idea. Oh, my. The experience I had there, you will not believe it if I tell you. You will think I'm like oh, let's, out of let's my hear head. It. So, you know, when I was with Well Post, they were really nice. I'd get these beautiful suites. And I had a friend of mine who would be doing the online stuff. And I just dropped my gum on your floor. I'm so sorry. I'm going to pick it up before I leave. And, you know, I don't, she, you know, she'd have like a small room. So I'd say, you know, come stay in this like suite. I don't want to be in the suite by myself. So we were sleeping in the same bed. No funny business was going on. And the lamps were on. She's on her phone, like, getting ready to say goodnight to her boyfriend. And I'm, like, doing something. And my lamp goes on and off. Like, literally... Like someone pulls the string up and down, not like an on and off, like electrical on and off, right? right? Not like it's a short circuit. Like I heard like on off, on, and I look at her. I'm like, my fucking light just went on and off, and she's like, oh, she thought I was trying to scare. She's like, no, stop, blah 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 blah. So I'm like, whatever. So I just, I just said to myself, it's probably nothing. Like I'm just freaking out. I probably watched too many like scary shows, you know. So we go to bed. We turn the lights off. Like an hour in, like she's sleeping, and I'm kind of still awake. And I hear something whisper in my ear. I shit oh, you no, not. It no. was like, my post was looking like, oh my God, don't tell people this. They're going to think you're on drugs. Um, <laughs> but she's like, it's like, <laughs> like that. It was like, like, like it felt bad. Like it didn't feel good. It I was like, bad. and I go like, Kim, there's someone talking to me. She's like, oh, you're probably just dreaming. It's nothing. Like stop trying to scare me. <laughs> oh, and the same night I had Skyped with my, my husband, but my boyfriend at the time. And he was like, what's that thing that was just behind oh, you? I saw no. something go behind you. Oh no. This is like earlier Get in the out evening. Of there. And I'm Get like, out of there. oh, stop it. I'm like, stop messing with me. He's like, I swear, babe, I saw something really fast go behind you. I'm like, stop. yuck. So like it, so it was earlier on it started as well so that morning i got up and i had to go do something and i guess something happened with kim in the room where she said she saw my friend after i'd left the next day two legs like walking across Ew. the room like two leg pants like pants like oh my god like brown pants like walking across the room and so she ran out of there and she was like never so yeah we, and then oh and then as i was leaving i said to the guy like the bellman i was like you know this really weird stuff happened in our room and it I wasn't the only person that saw it. My friend saw it as well. And I was like, has anything happened on this floor? And he's like, no, no, no. And as I was walking out, this other guy says to me, I don't know if he was messing with me or what. He's like, well, actually, this guy committed suicide. Like, um, up here, he shot himself on your floor. And, and he uh, guillotined his torso and, off. And the maids found him. Oh. Right? And, and so, so I don't know if there's any truth to that, but it was like, so that's another reason I got scared of doing the World Poker because I'd be alone in these hotel rooms. Oh, my and gosh. Right but before he shot experience. himself, he turned the light on and off a bunch of times. <laughs> then he walked back and forth. In his nice pants. In his nice pants. <laughs> well, Just in case. I, I know you don't believe me. No, I do. I do. I've had and I wasn't. I don't I do drugs or anything. I don't really drink alcohol. So I was... 
hundred percent my senses were theirs. I mean my senses are questionable just naturally. But <laughs> I mean I was I was pretty present. Like uh, anyway. It reminds me of there's a Dr. Seuss book. I know everyone was thinking this. The Dr. Seuss book, um, that there's like this pair of pants that walks around in the book. There no, was one I haven't page. seen that. It's something I swear it, I didn't like, make this up from no, a Dr. I know Seuss it's book. real. I think it is based on a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> the ghost is based I mean, on a Dr. Seuss I, book. Like that's how easily scared I am. It's a Dr. Seuss book and there's this one like two page thing where it's in the dark and pants right. are walking in the forest and I was always like oh, oh no. no no they don't pants I don't do I that I personally didn't see the pants that was something my friends saw. I can only speak for myself the light going on and off and the whispering but in your the friend ear. didn't believe you about those she things didn't. I love and then, that and then, yep. and then and then you know my boyfriend seeing someone quickly go that. behind me part. Okay, so, so, so there's like three different people. So either we're yeah. all mad nope. or, you know. <laughs> things yeah. are real. Creepy things are real. That's why people get goosebumps. That yeah, so. seems to be like a trend now, like in the new horror movies coming out. It's always like people Skyping and then, what's that behind oh, you? Like, really? I'm yeah. not ma- you guys are making that's it like not, But that's now. Like, um, literally like, like the now. Books like, and the Skype like paranormal like activity. Like you went ago. through a lot of trouble to make up this uh, story. I, Lots I, of different sources. You you're, way, you're, way ahead of, no, you're way ahead of the curve on that one. Wait, do you guys believe in ghosts though? Yes. You do? Yeah, okay, sure. Okay. I don't doubt your story. I'm just saying, like now that like in, in the oh, previews like for all these generic, new horror movies right. coming out, they all have these like people skyping and then stuff in their background. I had a ghost uh, do the same thing, the light thing to me. Did you really? in my bed in my parents' house? They live in an old house that was uh, like rumored to be a Civil War hospital, a really old home in Virginia, and. um I was in bed one night and I like closed my eyes because I could feel someone in the room and I thought it was my parents and I just didn't want to talk to them. And then they turned my light on and off and then off again. And in the morning I was like, Mom, I don't like it when you come in at night. And she's like, we didn't come in. Uh, I hate it. I hate it. I think it's all energy, honestly, not to sound like too much of a hippie, but it's all just energy. Well, something over. is around so for so long yeah, in a and space. It's like if yeah. it was traumatic or something, they haven't. I don't know. I just it's think an it's energy. energy can't be created or destroyed, right? Or can it be? It can be created. I don't know. What's the rules? There's science rules, I and I believe them. I'm whatever not they his, are. I'm not Miko. What's his name? Hira, uh, Miko. Uh, Mi, oh yeah, I know who you're saying. I can't say anything. Yeah. Oh, we all know. He's a brilliant. He's physicist. good at it. <laughs> All that smart stuff those smart people well, do. Since we're talking about physics and stuff, this is going to be the complete opposite of that. <laughs> uh, all right. This is a little game we're going to play. Uh, it's a this or that, meaning it's okay. going to be one thing or another. Okay. Uh, the categories are breaking or faking. And Vanessa, you can play too because you have not read this. Okay. Correct? Uh, correct. I'm going to read you a list of 10 names that are either real break dancers featured in the movies Breakin' or Breakin' 2 Electric Boogaloo. Or a fake breaker that I just made up. Oh, no. That's so unfair. So if you I was can't. to say oh, Michael Boogaloo Shrimp Chambers, that would be breaking as he started Boogaloo moments. Shrimp Chambers? Yep. Or if I said Gary Hot Pocket Hernandez, that would be faking because I just made it up. Oh, no. Okay. I don't. I don't. I only know the break dancers kind of on my show and like the really, really, really famous ones. Well, you guys are going to be swinging in the dark. 50-50. See what you were just calling me out today. This is I didn't know this was a conspiracy. I wouldn't expect you to know this. I, <laughs> I just came thought in here dressed up for you guys, and here you are. And Vanessa, you can guess With too. all this malarkey you're putting on me. <laughs> all right, so number one, Bruno Poppin' Taco Falcon. Um, Breaking faking. faking? I don't know. Oh, Vanessa's going with faking. I think I'm going to say, it just sounds so ridiculous, it might be real, so yeah. I'm going to say Breaking. Breaking is oh. correct. Poppin' okay. Taco? He was part of the Electro Rock crew in Breaking <laughs> 1, the original. Okay. okay. Number two, Phil Cranky Mustache Johnson. F- uh, faking. I agree. Or breaking. That is faking. No, faking. Is okay, it faking and breaking? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah. It is faking. Okay. That is not real. 
Is that mm-hmm. like f- fake bacon? Faking? Fake. Oh, I love it. Mm, yum. Morning stuff. Uh, uh, number three, David One Arm Bandit Smythe. Real. There is a one-legged Breaking. guy that's amazing. Oh my god, he's incredible. You yeah, have to I've watch him on guy. YouTube. Yeah. Have you seen him? He's, he's in amazing. Cirque du Soleil. He's in. Oh, I forgot his name. I. He's French. He's amazing. Is there one um, guy? Why not? Why not? Breaking. Yep. Breaking. Yeah. He's in Breaking too. Yeah. Uh, number How four. How many of these are there? There's ten. Oh, we'll god. get through them quick. Twenty percent. You're right doing now, pretty good. Okay. You're doing oh, good. Yeah, but I'm gonna jinx myself now. Go on. Uh, <laughs> number four, Franklin Smelly Sweatsuit Peters. Oh, that's faking. Yeah. No, breaking. No, I just saw your face. Faking. No, it's faking. It's, oh, it's faking. I saw your face. You made me sick and guess I did just try to say these without laughing because they're so stupid. Okay. Uh, even the real ones. Totally okay. uh, number five, Gabby Golden Corral Portola. Real. You didn't make up the name Portola. I'm going to say faking. It's faking. Yeah. You're nailing you this. You made yeah. up Portola? Because I did. Subconsciously, I I'm do really know impressed. the break dances. Maybe not consciously, and but also, subconsciously. Who would name themselves after Golden Corral, which is like a big buffet restaurant? Because <laughs> they all you can eat. And I love usually it. break dances have like a middle something in there, and she yeah. didn't have it. Yep. Oh. It was like boobalicious, scabby, whatever. It was nothing. Anyway. Uh, number six, Anna Lollipop Sanchez. Uh, yes, that's breaking. I agree. That is breaking. Because she's really good. <laughs> she is. She's I'm no longer using my own brain. In the first break-in. Number seven, Mike Little Magician Camelot. The name sounds familiar. If you made it up, it's pretty It's pretty amazing. I'm going to say breaking. Faking. Breaking. Shoot. Okay, I need breaking. You are so good at this. Well, I, I mean, I do do a dance show. I should know some of this stuff, but oh I am. Oh, my God. 50% good. is guessing. 50% sounds familiar. What you're cool. doing, you're doing pretty well. Okay. Uh, number eight, Chris Baby New York Gordon. That's got to be real. That's a great name. I, oh, God. See, some of these sound familiar, but I, I, I'm i going to say faking. It's breaking. Oh, oh yes. I see. The first time I didn't trust my instinct. Yep. Look what happened. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. Two more. Number oh, nine. Number nine. I'm going to follow my heart. You're right. <laughs> this was a lesson to be learned. Right. Number nine, Nick Kangaroo Pouch Wayans. No. Wayans? I'm going to say breaking. There, there are a lot of weigh-ins, but I think you are capitalizing no, faking, on the fact that faking, there's a lot of weigh-ins. Faking, <laughs> it's faking. It's faking. I was like, I didn't know the weigh-ins brothers. I, I, I had a, there's always more than you think breaking. there are. Right. That's the way I feel about weigh There's weigh-ins. a lot of them. How many are there? There's one more. Well, uh, oh, weigh-ins brothers? Yeah. There's, well, there's Sean, there's Marlin, nine of the older Keenan. Ones. Wait, no. Because Damon, uh, what's it? Damon. Keenan. I know Keenan, and he was telling me a story how they all lived in like, apartment like south central like like there's like a lot of them there's a lot I'm like, always, at least five like or six are in show business <laughs> that's actually have you, have, you back s- at some point. have you ever seen that movie i'm gonna get you sucker that old um, yes with no. there's with keenan and they're yeah. all kind of a lot of them are in it there's yeah. a, a part where like he's having a conversation in some nightclub and then kim wayans is on stage yeah. like doing this awful they're all song so talented. and then they like look over her and they're like like he gives him a quizzical look and he goes, yeah. that's the director's sister. And then they keep moving on. It's such a good thing. Right. All right, finally, number 10, Lola Hat Rabbit Robbins. Hat uh, this one I have no clue. I think, and I, I bet think she's it's... like some famous breakdancer. No, I'm going to like my whole... Lola loves rabbits. I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm going to be busted. Um... Oh, give us a clue, why it's don't you? It's not real. Okay. Uh-huh, it's that's bacon. a good clue. Right. Okay. It's, it's a good clue. Yeah. No, your clues are you kind of lame. Yeah. I did like eight out of ten. That's yeah, pretty not impressive. bad. Uh, now I have disappointed in myself. 
there's no wrong answers oh. with mine. You know what I've done? I've I've come to your house. I dropped gum on the floor. Uh, not to your house. You've been doing some studio. damage to this and, placement. And now I've like <laughs> messed up your placement. I'm really sorry. I'm I think so it's fidgety. nothing. Something can't fix. It's just like you a need scissor. some scissor. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, well, I've pulled apart this one before. Okay. It feels right, really right, good. I'm not touching anything else. You can pull else. so much out of it. Okay. Um, have you ever met an Olsen twin? Yes, <gasps> I was an extra. On they had this show on some network. I have no idea which one, but I was an extra on their show on an Olsen twin show. Yep. When oh, I wow. Tell me more. Why wow, you like them? Love. She asks the question every Obsessed. episode. Do I would really? say. Has anyone maybe, said yes? Maybe five percent. Yeah. 5%. Okay. Oh wow. But I'm, usually the stories aren't like this. Five. Usually the stories. I was are... an extra on a set, so I saw them very closely. They were a lot younger. Um, I don't understand your obsession with them. I'm going to be honest. They're billionaires. They're, billi- they're very successful. They're miniature well, billionaires, my, and there's two of one person. That's I love enough. Jessica Simpson. Oh, she's there a billionaire. you go. She's a genius. And she's got boobs and blonde hair, and she's a billionaire. Have you watched her Weight Watchers commercial? Yeah, it's there's nothing face. tighter. On, there's no tighter shot that has ever been well, done. She does have a beautiful <laughs> face, you know. Um, Come on, d- show don't her diss neck. my Jessica Simpson, though. No, don't, don't. her shoes Let's are great too. Because you will see me get gangster. Do you know Jessica Simpson? No, I don't know her. I, I just, but we're friends in my mind. Yeah, and we're BFFs. She's so down to earth. And Do you she like her shoes? I'm really cool. Yeah, I like her shoes because she makes high heels for shrimps like myself. Because she's a shrimp too. I mean, she she's a funny. shrimp. Like, a, she's a bit of a plumpier shrimp than I, but she's still a <laughs> she's shrimp. She's a curvy and mama. We like, and I love her curves. Mm. I do, and um, I'm serious. Don't I, look at no, me. No, like I love Jessica. You are like I am. Wait, with the this Olsen was going twins. so good, and then you <laughs> had to go and this my Jessica Simpson, and we're I about to have never, problems. I would never. Because I'm a huge fan. I'm Olsen twins. Yeah, I worked on a on a set with them. I was an extra for like two, three weeks on their show. Oh, that's a long time. Yeah, to yeah. So I saw them. They weren't, they weren't very friendly. I'm not going to lie to that's you. That's too bad. Um, but there was a really cute guy on the set that I gave my number to that never called me. What was he thinking? I don't know. I was like 18 years old, so oh, not okay. I was basically a virgin. This is a sad end. Maybe that, <laughs> he didn't think I was experienced enough. I don't know. <laughs> but me, I have F him now. You right? know, I would not even You're give him the time happy, of day okay? anymore. I'm so happy. Well, we've so brought him here today. <laughs> come on, Terry, up. come on up. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that. And then I, I was also an extra on Friends. Not that <gasps> you need to know this, but I will. Yeah. What was your observation on that? Side? So. Um, Courtney Cox was really, really nice. Am I allowed to say this, Tess? Okay. Uh, do it up. I don't want to get says, yelled do at. Do it up. Jennifer Aniston wasn't the most friendliest. Yeah, that's the vibe I would imagine. And I, I would, I would always think she was the most friendly, but she, she was. But you know, maybe she just thought us extras were beneath her. Yeah. So she didn't want. But I, one time, I got yelled at for looking at her. <gasps> no. Yeah, not by her, but I guess she one complained of her to someone. That someone was. That I, was I was admiring her beauty. She's very beautiful, and <laughs> and I was also very young. I was yeah. eighteen, nineteen, and they told they took me to the corner and they said, if you want to continue being an extra on the friends set, because it's a very prestigious role at the time um you really need to stop looking at jennifer as you're making her feel uncomfortable whoa yeah that is a great story oh my gosh plenty of those little nuggets underneath my skirt that is a good um, one good place to keep them too (laughs) (laughs) no one searches great place to store your nuggets (laughs) so yeah i've got i when i first came i was an extra on so many different shows and i've got lots of juicy tidbits i try not to expose people but when they get me in trouble and yelled at by the assistant director i will expose them i was just a young girl admiring her beautiful blonde luscious locks and her gorgeous eyes and, and that skin cool. i guess i made her feel uncomfortable 
Oh, she's been admired enough. I wish people would admire me. I would I never yell at them. I've actually been admiring you. Oh. I was thinking, how beautiful are you? is your eye color? They're like <laughs> olivey green mixed with Cole, amber. Cole, can you talk to her about this? And <laughs> Don't look at um, If you want to keep being on the Pop Black Culture podcast. <laughs> My dreams are all coming true. I was admiring her beautiful skin, and I was, I was actually admiring your beauty. <gasps> oh but I, now gosh. I don't stare at people. I've learned my lesson. Because of Jennifer. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But uh, Courtney Cox was lovely. She, she was like very nice so to the nice. extras, us yeah. extras. Well, but I think it, that is a way to judge character, too. It's just the way people treat people that you don't get things from. Yeah, you know? I, that's exactly... It I says... Again, my cheese effect comes in. But I all, like when I used to date guys, right? Like I'd go out on dates. I wouldn't like do stuff with them, right? They wouldn't touch my lilies. <laughs> and, uh, and when we'd go on, uh, on dates, like I would always see how they would treat the waiter. Because yep. when someone wants something from you, they're always going to be nice to you. Exactly. Or, you know, to someone that's famous with a director. But it's like, how do you treat the everyday people, you know? And like I remember I walked out on a date on the sky once. He was so rude to the waiter. Like beyond rude, just... Just so disrespectful. And I was like, I'll be right Seen back. Enough. And I just left him sitting there Good the girl. whole time. Good and deal, so, man. yeah, so yeah, you do learn a lot by how yeah. people are with. And, you know, Brad Pitt used to be an extra too. And this is going to sound really strange, but all the extras would talk about how Brad Pitt used to be an extra and it'd give them hope that, yeah. oh, you know this? Know you, okay, so Charles they, has done all some the extra extras work. sit around, you know, talking <laughs> about their dreams and they'd be like, and we can do it too because Brad Pitt did it. So in the extras world, Brad Pitt is actually an icon. He's I mean, more I know than he's Brad an Pitt. Icon in, yeah, he's more than Brad Pitt. He's like <laughs> he's a the God. unattainable goal too. Yeah, because of like, he was an he extra. broke our ranks. Yeah, I did. I did some extra work when I was starting acting too up in San right. Francisco, and uh, like they would shoot like exteriors for Party of Five there for like two weeks every oh. year. Um, so I did that a few times, yeah. a couple of movie things too. And it's right. just it's funny like that you meet people there that have been like lifelong extras. Like, yeah, like they don't yes. have aspirations to be actors. Like no. this is just the work they do. Yes, and like I remember I was on something where like they were doing like a like a prison movie or something mm-hmm. like that and like the guy like one guy's like you just get like you know if you're really good at this you can be in the shot without ever getting your face seen so they'll just keep using you they'll keep bringing you back but mm. once you get captured like like really shot they'll be like oh we've seen that guy yeah. enough let's oh, not bring no. him back anymore and i'm like i'm not <laughs> the ends and outs like, <laughs> and i don't even tips. think that like these guys were like in, in the union or anything like that right. so it was like like five it's bucks an hour it was love. something yeah. really you should watch if you guys have netflix strictly background it's been out for like is it a documentary? seven years or so what yeah kind of documentary it's a it's documentary like, your hey, demons do are gonna you be everywhere i've got a pizza to deliver Right. It's a great, it's a great, it follows, I think, seven um, extras in LA. Maybe it's Check 10 it years out. old, but it's so fun to watch. And like, it's the kind of documentary that after you watch it, you want to Google everybody to see where right. they are. Like, is everyone okay? Um, but well, I love how like cool they, 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 ch- they try to not call you extras because they don't want to like diminish your role. They call background. you background. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, your background. Background yeah. in the scene, please. Exactly. Um, but I must say, I really enjoyed being an extra. Yeah. Um, like on Friends, they'd give us the most amazing food. So mm. look, I'm a teenager, right? And all this food, I'm staring at Jennifer Aniston. You're seeing how a set works. Yeah. I saw how a set worked. I met a lot of convicts because yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I no, thought I didn't know you were going there. I was like agreeing before I. Yeah, I was like, oh, I didn't hear what you said. Yeah. Um, I was just like, you're listening. No, but honestly, a lot of convicts. I, I thought you know. said contacts at no, first. And, no, that was not. Contacts. I don't know if the rules have changed, but the first job convicts get when they come out of jail is they'd actually do. 
extra work because they what? don't do any background checks on extras. Maybe it's changed now, but this was like, you know. It's like Australia. ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I would meet all these convicts. Like, if anyone fucks with you, just tell me. Yeah. No, I, I'm serious. I'm not. I, this, David Schwimmer looks at you weird. Like, I met some me. interesting characters oh, that told me my that gosh. if I ever needed their help, they, oh, wow. they knew how to sort people out, okay? I'm so, so that, that I, yeah, there's a very lot of interesting people and it's it's easy money and i really did enjoy it i wouldn't do it again but well maybe i would i don't know who knows but i hope i wouldn't um <laughs> but it was it was fun it was re- it was actually really cool and i got fed and oh that's what i was gonna tell you. there's a hierarchy in the extras world like so what, sh- what show are you working on what are you a extra regular oh. on well i'm on friends you're on friends how'd you get on friends it's like very and people, the way people talk scene. about it too, it's like, well, I was working with uh, David last week, David Schwimmer, and it takes you a while to unravel to like, what were you doing? Oh, you were on the set. Like, right. there's like a yeah. lingo and within the world. If you're standing, oh, standing. Whoa. Whoa. Woo. you're basically yeah. you are them. Look, you I are. am the basic same coloration height as Robin Williams, so I get to stand in. <laughs> exactly. you know, so I am him. Okay, my, here's my second question. <laughs> this is called Disney Princess Matchmaker. I have one day that extras will say. Brad Pitt and Layla Cayley were both actors. Those are the stories. There's hope for us. I think probably I if you I went into there. it, so many people probably started out like that because yeah. it's what you do when you come here, yeah. you know? You it's the job. way to get involved. Okay, sorry, Disney Princess. Set. Disney Princess Matchmaker. Uh, if you could be any Disney female yeah. character yeah. and hook up with any Disney male character, oh, they don't have to be from the same world, uh, what would that couple be? And it could be an animal male, too. There's a lot of better guy animals than there are guy things i'm not i did i, I did catch my roommate when i first moved to la I, this is my, oh. when i first moved to la i should write a book when i first moved to la because <laughs> and 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 he was watching like animal porn on the computer wait I was it history records cartoon animals no, or like real animal porn i found wait, that people doing animals yes. or animals yes, whoa yes. so i'm not into that no i just want to clear that up um <laughs> but i mean so, like if you're like i want to be jasmine and date simba i think that's sweet no i think oh i i think all the men on um disney cartoons are douchebags i really do i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that that i can think of off the top of my head um i'm I, trying to dispute you i'm thinking oh what I about mean, sword in the stone Oh, you go way back. You go anywhere you want to oh, go. Oh, I love Sword in the Stone. Oh, okay. I'm thinking, Wart? Like, you know, like <laughs> Belle and the Beast. And, but although the Beast is nice, Gaston, though. Oh. I hate Gaston. I yeah, mean, I he is a I learned the word expectorating from him, and that's it. Um, I, I'd rather be a Princess Disney girl and hook up with another pretty Disney princess. Oh, girl. you can do that, too. Can I do that? Because all the men are like, meh. Uh, okay, I would be, this is kind of creepy. I'd be brave because she's kind of badass. Oh, yeah. And I'd, she if she was hair. a bit older because she's like teenager. So if she was in her 20s, I'd hook her up with Jasmine. Oh, that's a good Jasmine's pairing. Hot. That's a good pairing. Like the ginger I and the... I show exotic. you the world. <laughs> Arrow, boom. That's, that's the first thing <laughs> that came that to the top of my head. But good answer. She, yeah, yeah, and then the, the other me, part of this okay. question was, if they went into business together, what would they do? <laughs> Jasmine and Brave. I mean, she would make magic carpets and Brave would do swords and it'd be for the like the new army or the, the magic carpets oh yeah, uh, with the with that's a great swords, answer um, the yeah, bow and arrow yeah arrow. arrows they'd be on the magic carpet the bow and arrow shooting people you couldn't defeat that I a swooping think. carpet yeah. woman with a so they'd bow? work for the government making <laughs> magic carpets and um, arrows this is bows. a scary new Disney movie that's being brewed <laughs> uh, I, am I showing my dark side has that Kelly like Clarkson song go 
Which one? The one about her dark side. It's oh, like, a newer one. Will you love me? Yeah. If you see my dark side. You're just like Miss Independent to me. That's oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Um, next. Okay. You're the head of a dance crew. Yeah. You are the head of a dance yes. crew. And the other members are Woody Allen. Yeah. James Lipton. Uh, amazing. Um, Kelly Rippa. Ripa, oh. And Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. What's the name of your crew? And what's the general vibe? Oh, God, the name. Are oh, you guys going to have to help me? I, I love Kelly Ripa, but I would actually kick her out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I do love her, but she does not go with the flow of my dance. You're probably right. You're probably right. I do. So I would have to say, Kelly... Uh, you're a great dancer, but I think TV is where your career is <laughs> headed. Just say that. <laughs> um, and, and, and Whoopi, Whoopi and the, Whoopi and the astronauts. Whoopi and the... Oh, that's nice. Whoopi and the astronauts. <laughs> I, I like it. I, I, I like it. I so and the, and Whoopi then, the face of the group, basically? <laughs> Whoopi the face of the group, and James Lipton and, and um, Woody would be like, would bring moonwalking to a whole new style. <laughs> No, like they like reinvent it, and I'm just making this up on top of my head. I have no idea. It's really and good. Whoopi would be like, yeah, yeah. Whoopi, Whoopi would bring the flavor, and they'd bring the astronaut. And what would you do? Oh, I'd have to be in yeah. it. Yeah, oh, I thought I was just like the managing director of the crew. No, you, you're a oh, featured I, dancer. I would ruin it. I don't know if I would. I, I you're would, also going to say you're going to be better on TV. Yeah, I, yeah. I would say to myself, just stay out of it. And, you could I think just, the like, three is the, the lucky background. number. I, I would be tutting. Oh yeah, I'd be tutting. Straight tutting. I'd be their tutter. So they'd be like, Layla in the house," and I'd be and like, "Your hands would just every, come up every show." <laughs> you just see my fingers. There's a black curtain that, a that Woody and James funny. hold up. We just you know what? Like, we should reach out to the Asians. I think there's something in there. Whooping in the astronauts is the next big thing. Okay, next question. Would you rather be in a dance-off versus Mario Lopez oh. or a poker game against Phil Ivey? Oh, my God. That's so easy. Dance-off with Mario any day of the week. You I mean, I him? love Mario. Yeah, I've worked with Mario. He's my friend, but he's a major cheese ball. I'm sorry. I've got, I've got so much more flavor than Mario. I'll kill him in the dance game. Although he's a really good dancer. He does know how to dance. He'll bring the dance. I'll bring the flavor. And, that's and the gonna, flavor the always flavor wins. The flavor yeah. always wins. Yeah. And you can also bring a razor blade under your tongue. That's just an idea. I feel or like that's my, very street. Under my dress. That's where I keep oh, yeah, my little with nuggets. nuggets. Yeah. nuggets. <laughs> right in the lilies there. Exactly. Um, okay, this is the last question. And I am even. By the way, just to clear out, when I said lilies, I was talking about my boobs, not my genitals. I didn't know what it was. I thought it was nice, whatever. I was like, I don't have lilies. I don't know where they are, but don't touch them. (laughs) Um, Okay, would you rather embody your dream animal all day, every day? So it's like a panther or whatever. But at night, you're yourself and you're human. Or commit to 10 hours of sleep a week, that's all, and also be bald on top. How do you guys think of this stuff? I took a little NyQuil last I mean, night. I went on a the, ride. Your imagination is like... Dangerous? It's dangerous. Forget Steven Spielberg or like James Cameron. You next big are thing. the next big thing. I am, I'm not joking. I, you Salvador are the most, Dali, one of the most like, creative the people fuck? I've met. Yeah. That, that's so impressive. Uh, I would never want to be bold when I when I uh, when I had my kid. Mm. When you you'll see if you do have yep. kids, Not yet. you lose a lot of hair. I've heard. And you think like is that shit, through the pregnancy bo- or after, a- after as well? And and some mm. people it comes back right away. I think my hair has not been the same. Not that you're interested in this girl talk. Mm. Sorry for the men out there listening. But so I was frightened that I'm I was going bold, and it's a very scary feeling for a woman. So I would rather be a unicorn by day. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, at night, be myself 
and look at uh, Alexander Skarsgård movies. Oh, yeah. You might want to rethink that unicorn decision. Everybody will be trying to capture you or kill you. Oh, I can't think about that. Wait, what do unicorns and virgins have in common? I didn't think about that. Isn't there something? Like they both cure something or... What is the thing? What? I know what you're talking there's about. There's some more like, about... A never-ending story yeah. or something. And the last unicorn, there's something about I changed my mind. I want to be... What's his name from Never-Ending Story? <gasps> the Luck Dragon? Ooh, Falcor? Falcor. Falcor. Oh. Ralph Falcor. I want to be Falcor. Awesome. Yeah, that's a good, oh, yeah. that's a good choice. Good. And you can just fly so away. He's so cute. Yeah. I want to ride that dragon. Oh, and then people dragon. would think I'm kind of like a big dog. Yeah. Like yeah. a damn big you're dog. So they wouldn't want to capture me. No. Like if I was a unicorn. No, everyone right. would be like, oh, hey, buddy, you want a treat? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd be in treats all day. Oh, and they wouldn't touch life. my lilies. <laughs> they never. They would never. They wouldn't even know where they are. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, thanks uh, for coming on, Layla. You're the most delightful lady. Thank you. Uh, you're you can, kicking me out. You can yeah, uh, so follow over. Layla's on Twitter at uh, Layla Kaylee. So yes. follow her on there. Please uh, don't judge me by the things I've said today. I mean, do judge, <laughs> but try not to hurt my feelings. And There's no point in ever hurting people's that's feelings. True. Everyone needs to be nice. Uh, you can follow us on there, too. I'm at Cole Stratton. I'm at Vanessa Ragland. The podcast is at PMC Podcast. Woo! Yeah, thank you guys for listening, and thanks for being here. Thank you life. for having me. I had so much fun. If you ever want to bring me back, I will show you my lilies. Ooh! Hey. And uh, we're going to have you on Next tomorrow. Next episode, <laughs> Layla Kaylee. And her lilies. <laughs> Feet her lilies. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. Bye. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.